What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today we are here to review Prometheus as part of our Alien in Review series. We are almost done with, with this review series. We have this one, and then we have Alien Covenant will be the last movie as part of this series. And then once we are done with, once I am done with with this series, because right now we're doing three different series. We're doing Alien, doing X-Men, and then we're doing war movies in July. Uh, once we're done with this series, I'm going to cut it back to two series a week. So we'll just be doing war movies in July and X-Men up until the end of the month, and then we'll start Rambo in review, plus finish out the X-Men series, and then we'll move on from there. Uh, it's just... With the the genre series, I have to watch a bunch of movies. So on top of that, plus the two other series that I'm doing, it's just, it's just a lot. And then, you know, I have the other podcast, the two-game podcast, which I have to do research for, play games, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, Time-wise, I can't handle all of it. So we're going to be dropping back down to two series a week. So once we're finished out with these last two episodes, we'll, be just, we'll finish out the X-Men series and war movies in July until the end of the month. But before we jump into this review of Prometheus, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Uh, we have a few different tiers that you can support us at. Uh, for, it's a monthly subscription and you get a slew of extra content. You get to basically become a creator slash producer of our show by supporting us each and every month. You get to vote on what you want to hear, uh, what you want our shows to be about, uh, all that kind of good stuff. So go to patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. Speaking of which, uh, there is a goal for Patreon. Once we hit 20 subscribers, uh, we're going to do a, I think, a short film. If I'm not mistaken, it's it's uh, I've mentioned on the podcast before, but once we hit that that threshold, we're gonna give Patreon supporters this this short film. We're gonna we're gonna buy the equipment, we're gonna film it and edit it, and then put it out, and it's gonna be only for Patreon supporters. Uh, but yeah, I mean the Patreon thing, we don't do it to like supply ourselves with money each and every week. We actually put this money back into the podcast each and every month. So by supporting us, you're actually helping us get better equipment so that we can in return give you better content. It's a, it's a win-win situation for everybody. But that's enough of all that. Let's jump into this review. You're here to hear my review for Prometheus, which is the next-to-last movie in the Alien series up to this point, or next-to-last released movie. This is the first prequel movie. Uh, but as I get into these fun facts, we'll learn pretty quickly that this was never designed to be a direct prequel to the original Alien. And I do have to say, next episode, Alien Covenant, is obviously the last movie of the series. And that means I'm going to give you my official rankings of this entire series up till now. I I have to say, the more I think about it, the more it just climbs up my list of all-time favorite movies. And that is the original Alien movie. I don't know, man. I just, like, the more I think about it, the more I just absolutely love that movie and how much it's just, it's phenomenal what they did in that movie. And I, if I had time, I would rewatch it again. And I don't normally watch rewatch movies so close together because, you know, I, I don't have time for it, you know. But 
I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch that either like later tonight or, or or this week or something like that because that movie has just sat with me in a different way than uh, any of these recent movies that I've reviewed. I just keep thinking back to that original Alien movie and how just amazing it is. But anyways, Prometheus. Let's jump into the plot, the fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of this movie. A team of explorers discover a clue to the origins of mankind on Earth, leading them on a journey to the darkest corners of the universe. There, they must fight a terrifying battle to save the future of the human race. Uh, I mean, kinda. I, I wouldn't go so far as saying there's a battle. I mean, there's some action set pieces in there. Like I put air quotes around action because eh, it's not really a whole lot of action. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, this movie was directed by Ridley Scott, who directed the original Alien movie. He directed American Gangster, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. The Martian, which is a really good movie. Blade Runner, Black Hawk Down, which I just rewatched as part of our War Movies in Review Month. Uh, that's, that's a good movie. Gladiator, fantastic movie. And then Alien Covenant, which is going to be the last review of the series. So lots of Ridley Scott movies that, that I really do enjoy. Uh, and I'm, there's a couple that I haven't seen that I'm not too interested in because I've heard they're bad. But, I mean, you gotta give this guy credit. He's made some really good movies. This movie had a budget of $130 million and it grossed worldwide $403.4 million. It stars Numi Rapace, Logan Marshall Green, Michael Fassbender, and Charlize Theron, and Idris Elba, of course. It has a runtime of two hours and four minutes, and it was released on June 8th, 2012. And now, jumping into our fun facts, the beginning of time sequence that was shot at the very beginning of the movie was shot in Iceland, the whole shot to two weeks to complete. Ridley Scott suggested that an engineer was sent to Earth to stop humanity's increasing aggression, but was crucified, the implication being that it was Jesus Christ. He felt that this would be too obvious a religious allegory for the film, so it wasn't really kept in there. Uh, Scott intended this to be an indirect prequel to Alien 1979, so he decided against using a xenomorph. Instead, he decided to feature a xenomorph ancestor-slash-parent. Uh, the criticism from fans about the absence of the xenomorph made Scott change his mind about including it in Covenant. So originally, this movie was not intended to be a to be a prequel. It was direct. It was kind of made to be its own thing. I remember when this was coming out back in 2012, and all the marketing and advertising and stuff. People were asking, "Hey, is this a is this an alien movie? Because it looks a lot like Alien." And he was saying, no, this is not an alien movie. It, it's it's going to have the same kind of you know threads and veins of alien, but it's going to be its own thing. And then I think I think it like they wanted to attach it indirectly, but they wanted to make it you know its own thing. And then it kind of just evolved into this to this prequel, if I if I'm not mistaken. So, the decision to film in 3D added about $10 million to the budget, and principal photography took 82 days and involved the use of eight sound stages at Pinewood Studios outside London. Two weeks of filming took place in Iceland, and then three months of further interior shooting occurred in Spain. And now, jumping into my general impressions, I do have to say, 
I love this movie. I really do. The first time that I ever watched it, I I was confused because I, I I have seen the original movie before, but I was never a a huge Alien fan growing up. I, I just wasn't. I was more into Predator, and then as far as horror movies go, I was a huge Halloween fan. So Alien was just never my thing, and specifically the reason why it was never my thing was because it looked so old when I was growing up, so I just never kind of gravitated towards that. If I was going to watch a a sci-fi movie like that, a sci-fi adventure, I was going to watch you know Star Wars or, or something like that. So I just never went towards it. I wasn't a huge fan of just Alien in general. I, I, it just wasn't my thing. So Alien has really been a thing that has kind of grown on me over the last handful of years, mainly the original. Uh, these other movies I haven't been really fond of. So jumping into Prometheus back in 2012 when it first came out, I didn't really know a whole lot about the series. I, I'd never seen Alien 3 and 4. I had seen the first... Well, apparently I had seen both Alien vs. Predator movies, uh, but they were so forgettable you don't ever remember it. So I vaguely knew the, the premise of the series. And when I had seen the movie, I was like, WTF did I just watch? Because one of the issues with this movie is it's not a great standalone movie. It it really, you know, works on the back of what you know about this franchise in general, what the series is about. Uh, if you have not seen the original Alien, a lot of this crap just doesn't make any sense to you. It really doesn't. And I, I wonder if a lot of these questions that you ask in this movie get answered in Covenant. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Covenant. In fact, I don't even think I ever, ever watched the trailers for that movie. So, I, I have lots of questions that are involved in this movie, and that's one of the, the biggest issues that I have with this movie, and the fact that that really holds it back, in my opinion. So, kind of going forward with this in the series, and watching Alien Covenant, I'm, I really do have to pose the question of, will my mind change once I watch Covenant? Like, if I go into Covenant and they answer all these questions, does that make this movie significantly better, in my opinion? I I really don't know. I feel like I have to judge this movie for what it is, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's the great thing about doing this series uh, without ever having seen a bunch of these movies, is I am just judging it based off what I know at this moment. And at this moment, I do love this movie, but the biggest issue with it is the amount of questions that do not get answered in this movie or the fact that you have to like after the movie like you have to talk to somebody what the what what do you think was happening here what do you it, it's very confusing in some of the spots and one of the the examples that I'll give you is the very beginning when one of the the engineers is in Iceland and he opens that little little jar and drinks the the water with the the little little sludge in it, the ooze, and then he just starts decaying. At first, I was like, "What? What the? What the hell is going on? Like this? None of this makes sense." And they don't directly answer that question in the movie. I don't feel like. I feel like I had to go outside of the movie and get what other people had intended. Now, they do technically answer that question. But they don't go, 
oh, why did y'all go here and kill yourselves? And, you know, they don't specifically answer it in a way that, oh, 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 I gotcha, I gotcha. That, that's what you meant. No. It's like you have to think about everything that you've watched up to that point at the end of the movie, and you kind of have to put the pieces to the puzzle yourself. They don't, they don't spoon-feed you these answers. So basically, from what I understand, at the very beginning is the engineer. He basically drinks that ooze that destroys life, and then he destroys life in order to recreate life. And when he creates, when he falls down into the water, you know, I'm thinking that kills everything, but then it recreates everything in the process because it's in water, and then, you know, it just evolves from there. So, very interesting concepts being pushed in this movie. Something that I really have not seen in any movie ever is the way they are they are building this, this world and this lore is something that we haven't seen in this franchise or any franchises for that matter. So, if, if you've watched Prometheus and you have different opinions on it, let me know what you think. Like, let me know what you think the the engineer at the very beginning was. What was he doing? Was he just sacrificing himself to recreate the world? Or create the world, I should say. And that's how we as humans became formed. It, it's really it's really vague. And it, they, they leave it open for interpretation on as to what you believe is going to happen. And, you know... I don't know. I don't really go to the series for for questions and that I really want to build myself. Like I don't want to build that lore myself, you know. I go to the Alien franchise for some horror and I just want them to spit out some lore to me, you know, some world building. I don't necessarily want to answer these questions myself. Uh, maybe I'm lazy. I don't know. That could just be me. But that is my, my that was my biggest issue with this movie is they ask a lot of questions that I don't feel like necessarily get answered throughout the course of this movie, and I'm I'm hoping they answer some of that in the next movie, and if they do, this might this movie might shoot up my list and might actually enter my all time favorite movies list. I'm not entirely sure about that yet, but I do love this movie. It the first time that I saw it, I, I've mentioned this a minute ago. When I first saw it, I had a lot of questions that you know, were not necessarily answered, and I didn't I didn't like it. I really didn't. And for some reason, I bought the movie when it came out. You know, s- stupid me, right? Why would you buy a movie you didn't like? You know, I don't know. I, I just liked the aspect of the movie, and I kind of, like, forced myself to like it. And really, every time I watch this movie, I love it more because you pick up on things that you didn't necessarily pick up the, the last time and I guess that is to its credit the the questions that don't necessarily get directly answered over the course of this movie but let's jump into some of the things that I do love about this movie I think this is the most gorgeous looking alien movie ever this movie looks absolutely fantastic I, I love the look of it I love the feel of it I think the CGI absolutely holds up to this date. I was watching on my phone. I watched a little bit on the TV, if I'm not mistaken, and it just it looked incredible. It really did. And that's a credit to them using more practical effects versus using the CGI, which is one of the things that they did going into the movie. They said, look, if we're going to create like space and stuff like that, obviously we're going to have to use CGI for that. But if we can make it, if we can create it, let's do it. And... That really, in my opinion, helped this movie, and it makes it more timeless in that 
in that regard. The movie just looks fantastic. It's one of the actual the things that I love the most about it is how it looks, how it feels. The the writing and the dialogue, I mean, it's pretty decent. You occasionally get some dumb lines. It, it is what it is. And the characters, for the most part, are actually pretty interesting. They each have their own little personality. I will say that a couple of the characters do get kind of annoying uh, as the movie progresses. Uh, two of those are Fifield and Milburn. I actually kind of liked Fifield for a good majority of the the first half of the movie that he was in. I was like, you know, I kind of like him being the jerk character, and he's just there for the money and and yada yada. And then once him and Milburn go off onto their own little you know escapade, they really become annoying in my opinion. And like Milburn more so in that regard because he he does stupid things. Like you see this creature. It looks like a spitting cobra. He opens his mouth or whatever the hell you want to call it, and he's all like, "Oh no no no, it's friendly. It's so cute. Let me let me touch it, dude. You are on an alien planet. You have something in front of you that looks like a snake, a cobra, and he opens his mouth or what like whatever you want to call it. That does not look cute to me. That looks terrifying and doesn't look like something you'd want to pet. So he just does something stupid and he gets killed in the process." for doing stupid things. So, I can't, in good faith, like you as a character when you do dumb things, okay? Fifield, I really just like him as an actor. Uh, he's in, if I'm not mistaken, he's in Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. I forget which Mission Impossible he's in, but he's one of the villains. But yeah, there's a couple of different movies that he's in that I just absolutely enjoy. Uh, the acting isn't bad either. Uh, I do dislike Charlize Theron, I'm not a I'm not a fan of her as an actress. I really not. I think the only movie that I truly like her in is The Italian Job. I don't like her in Fast and the Furious. I don't like her in whatever else that she's in. I just I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the way her character she plays the same character each time. Like I feel like her Fast and the Furious character is the exact same person in this movie. Like they could be one and one. They're just so like monotone and there's like no personality to the to the either of those characters and I just I don't like her as an actress I really don't uh so in return I don't like her in this movie I think she's dumb at the end when she just runs straight and won't run to the right to avoid getting killed I mean you deserve to get killed right because you could have easily just stepped away from the spaceship that was falling down and you would you'd be alive but according to some of the fun facts that I was reading, they did that on purpose because if you were in that situation, you would just be running away from it. You wouldn't be thinking to run side to side. Uh, if that's the case, then that's the case. But, hey, we're not here for practical things, okay? We're in a movie about aliens. I, I don't need this grounded reality where she's just going to run straight for her own you know, personal reasons, or that's what a normal human being would do. Well, this isn't a normal world, so there's that. Uh, still a dumb situation. But the acting isn't bad. I don't know of any other character other than hers that I just absolutely just disliked. Her and Milburn were probably my least favorite characters. Uh, but I, I knew me Rapace, if that's how you say her name. I, I really did enjoy her as an actress. I loved her character. Uh, Logan Marshall Green, I think he did a great job. Michael Fassbender... He's good in just about everything that he's in. Just a really, really great actor. 
I love him in this uh, X-Men review series that I'm doing. He plays Magneto in the, the prequel quadrilogy. Uh, just a phenomenal actor. He really is. Uh, the score of this movie is it, it's good. There are times when it's like really, really great where it helps elevate the movie. And then other times it's, it's okay. Not, nothing bad. It never dips into the bad category. It's always good. But there's times when it just it elevates the movie uh, phenomenally. Uh, it can be haunting at times. Just a, It's a good score. It really is. As far as the couple of notable scenes that I just absolutely loved in this movie, the Silica Storm scene where, you know, they're trying to race back to the ship and the storm is coming. Just great, great visuals in that scene. And with the music on top of that, the score, uh, really made me feel that tension and kind of made me on the edge of my seat a little bit. Also, another great scene, I love the C-section scene where she she knows that she has that baby inside her, so she goes to that little surgical pod, and, you know, with the score plus her and the situation, the tension is just, it's just so palpable that that C-section scene is so good, so good. But overall, I do love this movie. I think it's one of my favorite movies in the series so far. In fact, I'd go so far as to saying it's probably my se- my second most favorite movie up to this point. I think it's the most enjoyable, the most entertaining. It has the most gripping storyline and the it has a great set of characters that you actually care for throughout the course of this movie. It's not just, you know, a bunch of skinheads like in uh, Resur- uh excuse me, not Resurrection, in Alien 3, you know, from a prison cell that they all look alike. They're not the annoying characters from Resurrection or uh, Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2. It's just these are some of the best characters up to this point in the series, and that helps elevate this movie for me personally. Uh, I just absolutely love this movie. I give it four stars. I think it's a great movie. I think it's enjoyable. I think a l- I think even if you're not a fan of Alien in general, I think there are there are things in this movie that you can find enjoyment and entertainment in. Because again, yes, this movie is connected somewhat, there's threads in here somewhat to the original Alien movie. But there's no point in this movie where there's, I mean, yeah, there's a xenomorph baby or lookalike, whatever you want to call it, towards the end. But I think for the most part, this is a, it could be considered a standalone movie. If you had never seen Alien movies in, in the in the past, they never say Alien in this movie. They never reference uh, a future Alien movie in this movie that I'm aware of. So I think you'd be good to to watch this as a standalone movie, and you're not going to need those other movies to to find enjoyment in this. In fact, you might find more enjoyment out of this, not knowing what comes after it. So that's just that's just me. I really enjoy it. Four stars. It's fifteen dollars on Vudu on digital. Uh back then, yes, it's worth fifteen dollars. Now we're looking at we're looking at nine years uh, since it's been released. I'm thinking like 10, like 8 to $10, I think is what I would pay for this movie, uh, personally. But I already own it, so I don't have to buy it again. Uh, as far as, do you want to buy this movie in in a collection with the other Alien movies? I would not, but it would probably be cheaper for you to get, you know, Alien 1 plus this movie, plus Aliens. Uh, I think three of those movies is going to put you over 30 bucks just in three movies. So, I mean, you would get 
some bonus movies in there if you just bought the whole whole collection. I think the whole collection was like 25, 30 bucks last time I saw. So yeah, you might want to just go that way if you really just want to buy this movie plus another one. But $15 alone, and eh, not for me. I'm going to go with the $8 to $10 range. So wait for it to get on sale and go check it out. Four stars is what I give it. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies in this series so far. And you let me know what you think about Prometheus. Is the fact that it doesn't answer these questions, is that what holds it back for you? Or does that actually make it better for you? Uh, you let me know. And yeah, that's going to conclude my review for Prometheus. Onwards to the next and final movie in the series. As y'all know, when I review Alien Covenant, at the very end of that review, I will drop my official rankings. I will rank every single movie in this series at the end of that review. And I'll give you my number one and number two favorite movies. So be on the lookout for that. That will come next week. Shout out. And I'm excited to watch Alien Covenant. I really am. I'm hoping it does not disappoint me. I know that I've talked to a few people. They're like, oh, it's not It's not very good. Well, I'm going in it with low expectations, hoping that it surprises me. But again, it can't be any worse than 3 and 4 and the AVP movies. It really can't. So here, here's the high hopes, really. I hope it answers some of my questions. I hope it kind of... You know, propels this series forward. It's Ridley Scott, so I'm hoping that you know he's now he's not a hit and miss for me. He's more hits than he is misses. So I'm hoping he just gives me something enough, you know, just to keep this franchise going. And just give me one more movie that is good in this series, because otherwise, not even half the movies in this in this franchise are good. So just give me something good, okay? Uh, but that's conclude my review. I appreciate y'all joining me, and I will catch y'all next time.